All right, hello, and welcome back to the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. We've got a quick one for you this week, just me and Rosie. We're going to chat President's Cup. Tom Kim's an absolute dog. Jordan Spieth might be back, and Scotty Scheffler played like dog shit. Um, Also on the pod, Rosie played in the VSGA Mid-Am, and it was a pretty interesting leaderboard. There was a quite a large gap between the first three players and the rest of the players. So we're going to get into that and then a couple of stories and then we're going to wrap it up. So hope you guys enjoy and we will see you next week. All right, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. Just myself and Rosie in the booth this afternoon, or this evening, I should say. Mr. Stock, how are we? Good, good, good. I like that, in the booth. In the booth. booth. We're in the booth, which is my parents' guest room. My my little bonus room in our house, which we call the hideout, which will be converted to a uh, partial studio here hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. All right. Well, uh, before we get to the President's Cup, Rosie, you played in a golf tournament this past weekend. How'd it go? The- I did. I played in the VSGA Mid-Am at Keswick Hall, which, by the way, sick. Keswick Hall is fantastic. It's a, um, it's a resort. It's a private club and a resort in Charlottesville, Virginia. Very pricey to stay for a night, but it's super nice. Um, I'm talking like I'm here and they're getting like a thousand, twelve hundred a night there at least. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it's super expensive, but it's really nice. Jesus. You got that kind of dough and you want to take the wife or you want to go with a couple of buddies and play some golf and stay at a really nice resort. Keswick is phenomenal. Um and I really like the course. It's a it's a um it's a peak die redesign from 2014. It was one of Pete Dye's last courses he did. It was in fantastic shape. Um and yeah it was super fun it was it was hilarious the uh first day we get out there i haven't played golf in anything less than like 90 degree heat since what march pretty much i got out friday morning for the first round for 8 a.m tea time and it was 50 degrees and windy on the first day like well this is a little unfamiliar (laughs) (laughs) feels like fall golf and like the fifth and sixth hole back to back we're like 470 and 455 into the wind and it's still like 55 degrees i'm like please hit this solid yeah uh but anyway it was uh it was a great event um it's, it's funny man i finished tied for six was um which i'm perfectly pleased with but i was 15 shots off the lead at t6 yeah because there was a three horse race that just blew the rest of the field out of the water some names you guys will recognize if you've been following us Evan Beck is just on an absolute tear. He's in the, uh, I, I think I just saw he's the fifth or sixth ranked mid-am in America right now. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, and he's won back-to-back Eastern Ams, now back-to-back VSGA mid-ams. He's also like a former like world number one junior player. So like, yeah. And he played at Wake and like played professionally right. for a long time. Like he's and, he, and now he's beating up on guys like me that work a nine to five. But, yeah, like he's, he's a yeah. professional amateur is what you would he call is, Evan but, 
credit to him. He played great. We had a good chat afterwards. He's going to come join us on the pod here soon. So that'll be fun to chat with him. Um, but yeah, he finished. So get this. He finishes 10 under. Um, Jordan Utley played fantastic. He's had a great year, as we talked about. Seven under. Justin Young, one of my favorite guys out there. Great mid am player. He finished five under. Fourth place was three over. So seven shot difference between fourth. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, a lot of good players, a lot of names who shall remain nameless, you know, <laughs> good players. I'm talking like guys that I know are really solid. We're in the low 80s, like two days in a row, um, you know, really struggling. And I started thinking about, I'm like, this is the craziest looking leaderboard. How does this happen? You know, I mean, normally, you know, you just don't expect that kind of separation between three guys and the rest of the field. And I think like the gusty wind just really played into Justin Jordan and Evan's favor in terms of like, as you know, Tom, like when you're playing in swirling winds, it just demands that extra level of discipline and ball striking. Like you have to be hitting it so solid for the wind, not to affect it. Just that those minor differences are so huge. Right. And I just think those guys kind of separated themselves by showing how good they are at controlling their trajectory and their spin I mean, I had like multiple times where, you know, I would toss up some grass and it'd be like downwind and I'm kind of waiting. And then like my playing partner goes and then it's like, okay, it's my turn. I toss the grass up from the same spot 20 seconds later and now it's into the wind. And I'm like, what the, you know, (laughs) and it's just like, you talk about needing to really be on your game mentally, physically playing confident. That's when you really have to show who you are. And I think that's, were those three guys who, when I really look back at it, no offense there, anyone else in the field, but they were the three best golfers in that field. There's really right. no doubt about it in my mind. Um, and they showed why, and they just completely dominated the rest of us. But, hey, I'll take a T6, even if I was a mile from being in contention. It's still what I would consider a solid finish for me. And icing on the cake was uh, I got a call this morning, actually, that I was invited to yes. um, participate in the captain's putters matches uh, yes. in a few weeks. So I'll be representing for uh, Virginia, which um, for those who don't know, the captain's putter is a, is a really cool annual event every October. It is uh, the best players from West Virginia and Virginia versus the best players from North Carolina and South Carolina. So it's Virginia's plural versus Carolina's. Yep. Um, and I've gotten to play in it a couple of times. Well, actually, I've only played in the captain's putter once in 2017. Um, I've played in the uh, other the spring state team matches, Virginia versus West Virginia, a few other times. But anyway, uh, that was the icing on the cake. Um, wasn't like my best year overall, but it started off great with me and Trey winning that multi-format championship yes. in April. And then a few, I guess, decent enough finishes throughout the year. And then a nice solid end to it yesterday. So anyway, uh, that's enough about, about my experience, but yeah, it was, it was, it, it, you know, Keswick was gorgeous. Like I said, and um, thanks, you know, thanks to VSGA and Keswick for hosting an awesome tournament and, Evan, if you want to uh, transition more into like a national amateur schedule over the next few years, uh, <laughs> we'll miss you. But, it, you know, well, we nice to have it feel like you have a shot. <laughs> we have a shot out there. He did, he did win two in a row, right? He won last year as well. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah. So he's now back to back Eastern Am champ, back to back BSG Mid Am champ. He won the state open 
I believe last year and then was runner up this year. Um, More notably from a national standpoint, he won the George Thomas invitation, which is a big amateur event at LA country club every year, every year. He won that um, earlier this year, as well as finishing second at the Coleman to Stu Hagestad, the best mid-am golfer in America finished second to Stu at Seminole earlier this year. So, Evan's just on an absolute tear, like you said. I mean, he's um, former, uh, what'd you say, former world number one junior? Yeah, former world number one junior. Him and him and Brinson Pellini, who was like his yeah. best friend and neighbor in Virginia Beach. He Brinson played at Duke. Evan played at Wake Forest. Right. Um, if I if I get him if I'm wrong, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure they like both went like they like knocked each other out of world number one junior oh. offer at one point, and they lived like three streets away from each right. other which I thought was hilarious, but I just did pull up Evans uh, Wagger. Mm-hmm. And so his last few finishes uh, 17th at the U S mid-am, obviously he won last week, won the Eastern second in the state open third in the state am uh, the George C wins. Thomas, uh, yep. Yeah. Azalea comes in 11th. The only, the only golf tournament he played in poorly was the Jones cup and he came in 48th, but the three before that were, he won the mid-am last year. He won the state open and he won the Eastern. So the kid is just on an absolute heater, like insane, insane run of golf. Yeah. And I cannot wait to get him on the pod because he, and I, he's, he's a great guy too. So, yeah. And he'll be my teammate here in a few weeks at the Virginian golf and, club. And Trey, the, right? Trey's playing too. The captain's putter. Uh, I don't know if Trey, I, I talked to Trey earlier today and he, I hadn't heard if he got, I, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I think there's a conflict. I think there's conflict, even if he does get the call. Fair enough. Um, with our, uh, yeah, I think there's a conflict. But anyway, um, I'll be glad to have Evan on our side of the board for, uh, for <laughs> thankfully, this will be the yeah. first time I get to play at, with him as a teammate and not, not against him. To, uh, trying not to like- beat him, which will probably never happen. Uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> God, he, he really is good. He swings it great too. All right. Well, um, let's President's get to President's Cup. President's Cup. One of the most underappreciated President's Cups ever because everyone thought it was just going to be a complete blowout. And I'm so happy that the internationals won that last session before singles pretty handedly. I think it was like three and one or four and one or something just to make it somewhat interesting going into Sunday. Um, but I mean, all in all, I think it was like a win for the international squad. I know they lost, but I mean, going up against that team, I mean, well, they, 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 showed, they showed fight. They showed yeah. passion. They showed that they care. I mean, you know, the president's cup went through a, a bit of an identity crisis. I would say leading up to Royal Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and, and, and to where, you know, there was a lot of talk that, There's just not enough team unity. I mean, if you think about it, this is a difficult thing for them to rally around, right? I mean, USA is red, white, and blue. Everybody's from, you know, America. Whereas, you know, a lot of the guys on the international team, they can't even communicate. They don't speak the same language. And, and, you know, what unifies them other than not being an American or European? That's really it. Yeah. So they've always had a bit of a struggle with that and building sort of that fire, that passion. Ernie Els is credited with really – I mean, he did that new logo, the shield thing. He kind of yep. like, I, I don't know exactly what he did, but he's really being credited probably rightfully so for, um, you know, starting this new identity and this new passion and fire for the, for the international team. 
and you saw it this weekend. And I think Trevor Owen did a great job carrying that forward. Um, but my God, I mean, you see the emotion out of Tom Kim and Siwoo Kim and some of the other guys. That is raw emotion that you can't fake, right? I mean, they Tom really Kim's a superstar. Wanted, yeah. Tom Kim is a fucking superstar. That guy is awesome. Like watching him play, I mean, again, he won, I think it where did he win this year? Did he win at Quail Hollow? Tom Kim? No, not Kim. Yeah, yeah. Where did he win? They didn't play Quail Hollow. Uh, I did, can't remember. He won it like a he's kind of somewhere random. And I think he was like he looks like a it wasn't he got like no, it wasn't Quail. But he shot like 62 or something in the final round to win. And so you didn't really actually get to see him play very much. So I think this was kind of a lot of people's first real glimpse at Tom Kim. And he is a crowd favorite now. Like that kid is awesome. Showed so much fight, so much fire. Um, yeah. He, I mean, he won, he won Wyndham. So in Greenham, so there is a North Carolina. That's what it was. I knew there was a connection in my brain. I'm not sure where it was, but it was okay. So that's what it, it was. He needs to buy some real estate in, in North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. I think he needs to move there. Um, also, Dude, since when did Siwoo Kim start playing with a long putter? I don't know. I, that that really kind of threw me for for a loop. I was well, really- Siwoo is a guy that we've known for a while. You know, he burst on the scene at a very young age when he won that Players Championship. Yep. We don't really see him that often. He's a very streaky player. I mean, you know, he pops up occasionally. Uh, it's a, maybe it's a horse for course type of thing, or maybe his game is just streaky. I don't know, but. You know, he'll pop up and win an event every couple of years. He'll be in contention every now and then, but he, he's pretty quiet. Uh, I feel like we don't really see him on TV that often in contention no. on the weekends. No. Um, but he's, but again, he, I mean, he brought his best stuff. And obviously, these guys beat Justin Thomas. Yeah. Which was, I mean, that's, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that. What are you? You're. I mean, you're a JT fan. I'm a JT fan. Justin Thomas. I mean, yeah, I do too. I think you know, some people maybe rightfully so criticizes antics a little bit and things a little over the top. You know, he was famous for you know holding the putter out after he made that putt, saying like, "How yes. about Jimmy?" I love it. I mean, it seems genuine. Look, when somebody's really faking something like that, you can. Tell, you can tell like trying too hard. I think that's him. I think he's a dog. I think he's a competitor. And Dude, I think he, that's he brought that's back the dab. He brought back the dab, which I appreciate. He dabbed on I mean, somebody to, this week. I understand some people think he's kind of a clown for some of this stuff, but I don't know. I look, I'd rather have that than just a bunch of guys who are like super boring and not into it, you know? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I also just think that we may be seeing the resurgence of Jordan Spieth. Because the amount of putts that he hold on Saturday <laughs> and Sunday, it felt like 2012 U.S. <laughs> Open. I'm just gonna somehow make this 30 footer, and nobody else can put on these greens. Like that's I think he was still in college in 2012. Or sorry, 2000, I, 2014, 2014, 15. 2012. He was making putts and winning the uh, the national championship for Texas right. over Justin Thomas. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I'm super pumped because I'm also a huge Justin Thomas or Jordan Spieth fan, and if he putts keep going in like that, I think we're gonna we might have the golden child back. The golden child might be back, which I'd be so pumped about. 
Speaking of a golden child, did you see him do the uh, Simba Lion King thing yes. with his baby? That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was so good. Um, speak- what, what were some of your other uh, favorite moments from the weekend? There was a lot of lot of clip worthy, a lot of Instagram worthy moments. I feel like. Um, I mean, Max Homa. Just yeah. Anything that Max Homa did all week, I was just yep. mesmerized by. Um, his tweet at the end, I don't feel very good or I don't feel. No, good. he said, he just said this morning, he said, I am unwell. I am unwell. Yes, I am unwell. And, oh, that was- JT, JT says retweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Twitter- I, I had to send that to my uh, my wife, Lindsay, because that's kind of she has all these funny little quips and sayings. And one of hers, when she's hung over is I am unwell. And I sent her that and she was like, I love that. <laughs> Maxim is now my favorite golfer. Um, but I mean, either that or like, I don't know, the quote of, uh, of oh shit, Kevin Kisner saying, I've never seen a better group of golfers, but a worse group of partiers. And that's why they brought me because I gave half a point, but I'm bringing the fun. I mean, yeah. that is an all timer. And I guarantee you, he had the most fun at the end of that President's Cup because he is an absolute savage and a partier. I would love to have you with, with Kevin Kisner. 100%. <clears throat> and then, honestly, my other two takeaways, I was a little disappointed in Taylor Pendrith. Oh, gosh. I well, thought, did you see that he he and Corey Connors, sorry, Canada, but he and Corey Connors were the only two golfers from either side that couldn't muster up half a point. Awful. Two Awful. Canadians. Um, that's that's brutal, man. And like, if you were like, I'm a big data golf guy. I like to go on there and look and see like who's you know horse for course kind of thing. And Taylor Pendrith was popping off the page. I mean, looking at like how far he hits it, the way he wedges it, the way he puts it, all that kind of shit. I didn't see any of that. Saw none of it. And he's a die guy, so I ride with you know guys from Die Preserve. And I was yeah. really hoping that he was going to have a big week this week. So he was my big dud, which sucks. Even bigger of a dud, I think, in my eyes, is Scotty Scheffler, number one player in the world, played fucking abysmally, just terribly. And I did not see that coming, but he did have a sick putt to like tie who did he, like when uh, Sebastian Munoz, when he holds the bunk shot and then he makes like a 75 footer. That was kind of cool. But besides that, those were two, my two guys where I was just like, what happened? Like, yeah. just. What happened? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see what kind of a year Scotty Scheffler actually has this coming PJ Tour season because you know he, he there was this great build up. When's he gonna win? When's he gonna win? When's he gonna win? And then he runs off what four in like a two month stretch, including yeah. Masters, like a seven week um, stretch, or got seven incredibly stretch. hot. Um, and there was always kind of in the back of my mind, like I wonder. I mean, is this guy just the best player in the world right now? Or is he just on like kind of more of a short-term heater? And um, it's looking right now, like maybe it was just a, you know, and this is not to say, this is not to say he's going into a slump or anything for a long time, but you know, it does kind of appear now that maybe he was just on, maybe he just peaked. That was his, the best run of his career. He'll probably still be a top five, top 10 player in the world for the next few years, most likely I would say. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, if he does. He does he does he have another great year and clip off three wins, four wins, or maybe it's a one win season and he's just kind of like another tenth, fifteenth kind of ranked guy in the world. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a great question. Um, I hope to God that it's not the latter. I would like him to just continue to win because I think he's awesome. Um, but oh, I just thought of a really funny anecdote from my VSG minute. <laughs> Going back to that real quick. So a lot of people know I get a lot of comments from friends and on social media that I look like Scotty Scheffler. Um, and we happen to be playing. So we were playing on the first round with a good buddy of mine, Brian Holstein, and two other guys. We were in foursomes. And one of the other guys looked a hell of a lot like Xander Shawflin. Really? And he was rocking pants. He had, like, black on, Adidas. Like, he kind of even had, like, the look going. And this other guy, Austin, in my group, didn't – I don't think he knew, like, Brian Brian and I were, like, that tight. And he yeah. just goes – this is like the third hole, and he goes, "Dude, this is so weird. It looks like we're playing golf with Scotty Scheffler and Xander." <laughs> and so Brian, so Brian told me that I'm laughing. We're all laughing about it. Uh, it was great. Well, then I swear to God, this was so bizarre. I'm I'm about to tee off in the final round. I see Austin, the guy who made that comment, making the turn. Him and his caddy, and give him a little fist bump. What's up, boys? Good to see you. Finish strong, you know, whatever. They're like, play well today. And then I kind of turn around and I noticed first team and 10th team were really close together. And I noticed the guy in their group looks just like Bryson fucking DeChambeau. <laughs> He's like a muscle bound guy with pants and a tight shirt and the hat, the freaking Bryson hat, whatever you call that thing. Uh, like the, the painter's cap or whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. I know he's kind of gone away from it, but it was the hat, yeah. the hat that is his logo and that he was famous for. And I had to like run over, I teed off and then I had to like, I had to run over. I run like 20 yards backwards and I pat Austin and, and um, Alex on the back. I was like, dude, what the hell? You got Bryson in They're like, dude, we know this is so crazy. <laughs> that was the first thing we said when we saw him on the first tee. Like we had Scheffler and Shoffley and now we got Bryson. Dude, I can't wait till some point in time. We are in the presence of Scotty Scheffler and, and Zalatoris because I'm going to make you and Trey go take a photo next to both of them. I'm going to make you do it. Oh, man. God, I love that so much. That's so good. If there's anybody on the PGA Tour, who do I look like? Because I think – because I've asked this question before, and I've gotten uh, – fuck, who's the English guy? Paul Casey was the one that I got. Hmm. But I don't think I look anything like fucking Paul no, I don't – See that? I feel like there's somebody. I, I gotta do a little research. If I grow the hair out and then maybe bring the mustache back, I could call pull off Cam Smith, like maybe. But uh, uh-huh. maybe if I do the accent, maybe. I don't know. There's there's somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out. All right. Well, maybe that's your homework for next that's week. My homework for the week. Yeah. Well, speaking of muscle bound uh, freaks, <laughs> um, we are gonna be releasing Joey with Joey Jordan. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this, in, this week. So everybody be on the look for that, but, yeah. um, yeah, Joey's fresh off of a, um, his first ever USGA event. He played at Aaron Hills in the, uh, us mid-am recently. So it'll be fun to catch up with him. I've been playing a lot of golf with him this year. And Tom, as you mentioned, he was your teammate at Virginia tech. So we had a great time chatting with him. Um, and I'll get to be, I'll get to be his teammate now in a few yeah. weeks. The, uh, at the captain's party. Just uh, just don't try and get him fired up about driving distance because then you just won't hear it, the end of it for the entirety of the day. That's that's my only advice. Um, all right, brother. Well, I thought it was a somewhat interesting President's Cup. I think I yeah, and about just you know how everyone thought it was going to go. Maybe yeah. yeah, you know. No, look, look. At the end of the day, 
yes, it was kind of a foregone conclusion. Like, yes, it was lopsided, but the international showed some fight. It wasn't just a complete, you know, layover. Yeah, they didn't layover and die. And at the end of the day, team golf match play is going to produce exciting moments. Um, and you know, that's why we love it. And that's yeah. why, even though the president's cup will always kind of be the little stepbrother to the, to the, um, you know, to the Ryder cup, it's still a fun event where, you know, the best 12 guys from America gets put on the red wall for their country. And it's awesome. And yeah, maybe it's not the Ryder cup. That's okay. You know, it still has its own identity and it's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I it was Besides the one, I mean, I don't think anything will beat the the President's Cup in Royal, uh, Royal Melbourne. That was like the pinnacle for me in the last few years. But hopefully we'll get to that point. Every Ryder Cup next year, which I'm Ryder Cup years are always better years, in my opinion. Just, I love Ryder Cup years. So, uh, yeah, good President's Cup. And Rosie, we'll see you later. Cheers, Steve.